Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them, a weekly podcast hosted by Stacy Jones, the CEO and founder of Los Angeles Entertainment Marketing Agency, Hollywood Brandon. Join Stacy and learn from her 20 years of experience as she shares top-notch advice on marketing best practices for brands and walks you through how to leverage entertainment content and influencer partnerships to increase your brand's overall consumer engagement and most importantly, your sales. And now, here's your host, Stacy Jones. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacey Jones, and today we're going to talk about the opportunities to use product placement to market to baby boomers and those late Gen Xers to make your sales soar. The other day, I found myself in a conversation with a brand that was looking for non-traditional ways to market to their core demographic, the baby boomer. This specific product was an app, which meant that it wasn't an awareness campaign or a go-to-the-retail-store-and-purchase type of campaign that was needed, but a very specific conversation starter that would get the viewer to grab their phone and download now. When you think phone apps, you don't necessarily immediately think baby boomer. In fact, when you think mobile or online or social media, many people don't think baby boomers are a core market. A couple of years ago, I listened to my mother and she told me a story where she was really angry. She had walked into an AT&T store to upgrade her phone to a Samsung Galaxy. I, at the time, wasn't exactly a Samsung fan, having had BlackBerry be one of our agency's oldest clients. But I'm a very vested AT&T customer, as my whole business has plans with Uverse, DirecTV, DSL, cable lines, and mobile phone plans for employees. So I was shocked when she said she'd never go into an AT&T store again and why to cancel her plan with them. Why? Well, the young man at the sales counter took one look at her and her request for a Samsung Galaxy and told her she didn't need a smartphone. She was just too old to use one. Well, that did not exactly go over so well, and I wouldn't have wanted to be that guy at that moment. So after she left, she went to Target and bought herself the Samsung Galaxy phone that she wanted. But here's my point. She's a baby boomer in her 70s, and she uses her smartphone every single day, downloading apps to play games, lurking on my Facebook page, sending out cute cat, dog, political, and so many other videos I never knew existed through Messenger, and she spends way more time on her mobile device than I or my husband do. And she makes purchases from her mobile device on cool things she sees advertised on her social media sites. She's a baby boomer who has lock, stock, and barrel bought into the mobile age, and she's not amongst the minority based on the conversations I've had with her friends. And she also watches a lot of TV, especially in fringe time blocks versus prime time. So back to that conversation with the brand about how to drive downloads for their app from baby boomers. There are a lot of ways to grab a hold of this demo's attention through non-traditional advertising, because traditional advertising to boomers is viewed exactly the same way as for millennials, boring and typically not very engaging. So here's my roundup of ways to engage baby boomers through TV content. The first, most obvious option to gain mega viewers' attention is through morning and daytime talk shows. Shows like The View, The Talk, Rachel Ray, The Chew, The Doctors, or Live with Kelly and Ryan are great examples. The majority of these audiences are going to be women 55 plus, and with talk shows, there are numerous ways to control messaging, feature products on screen, and have the host have a conversation around the brand. A brand spokesperson can often be part of the segment, and we can even build in calls to action, sweepstakes, or social interactions within the brand segments. Another great option is with early evening entertainment news, shows like Access Hollywood, Extra, and Entertainment Tonight. Again, the show hosts can provide conversational messaging about the brand and in some instances, have that brand spokesperson on the show. 
With entertainment news programming, there's a feel of being a little more news-oriented than talk showing. Plus, you also always have the option of creating a digital overlay with links back to the brand's website. A smaller audience than national talk or entertainment news shows, but one that is still extremely engaged, are those who watch local news and regional news programming. Again, the idea would be to have a brand spokesperson on or to have the show do a live segment featuring the brand in some way. We've done segments covering restaurant openings, cosmetic laser procedures, to hotel resort coverage, complete with wind trip giveaway, to create a controlled storyline. This is typically one of the most affordable options, but it also has a smaller audience in a national talk news program. Regional lifestyle programs are going to be very similar to local news, with a very affordable cost structure and content targeting 55 plus, with a lot of focus on women. A lot of these shows run in fringe time frames, where those who are sleepless at night or early morning risers or even Saturday morning viewers are going to tune in. There's programming within regional lifestyle that will fit the male demographic too, especially programming with a sports angle like golf shows. Game shows have one of the largest audiences and especially strong viewers within the 55 plus demographic. The Price is Right, Let's Make a Deal, Wheel of Fortune, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? All of these have opportunities to interweave a brand into a featured message or even have a week-long sponsorship based on the category. Often thought of as an old-school public relations tool, we can build packaged traditional satellite tours where a segment hosted by a spokesperson is filmed and set to look like it's in a specific environment and then pushed out to a variety of syndicators who will pick it up and run it in various local news markets where they have slots open for some pay-for-play content to live. You can get some oddball markets with this approach, but the cost is extremely fair, and additionally, more target markets can be added on. A big option is to look at scripted TV as well as reality TV, where we build into the storyline usage and discussion of the brand. This is going to be the most expensive direction to go, and the least controllable messaging as the show writers have complete creative control. Typically, the most the brand is going to get within scripted content is usage of product and logo exposure. No calls to action for purchases. Most network TV shows that are scripted are no-goes for this type of exposure for brands as they require massive multi-million dollar media buys. Cable's better overall for storyline, build-out, and price control. Feature films are also an option, but keep in mind that this is a 12-18 to month plan before it will be released, which might not fit into your must-have-it-now marketing needs. And then, of course, there are influencers who appeal to baby boomers, and you may want to consider some of these options as well. A blogger campaign targeting those in the 55-plus range, as well as content partnership options with magazines and digital outlets like AARP, or partnerships with older celebrities for social call-outs on Facebook, as that has tremendously high usage by baby boomers, or PR partnerships where they become a spokesperson for the brand. And then there are podcasts which offer affordable conversations and some great audience reach. Podcasts definitely fall into the wild, wild west arena as far as a practice as it's so new. But successful programs can be built on a cost per thousand audience basis that's similar to a media buy with really good organic conversations that are built into the episode. And then radio is an option too. As long as there's a digital overlay built in, and most likely driven around talk show radio with hosts who can really get behind a conversation about the brand versus call-outs on music stations. And then radio is an option too. As long as there's a digital overlay built in, and most likely driven around talk radio with hosts who can really get behind a conversation about the brand versus just having call-outs on a music station. We have a terrific talk show planning guide that you can download from our website at hollywoodbranded.com. It provides show name options, typical audience reach, and general rates. And if you want some more helpful hints, visit our content library, which has a ton of helpful tips and tricks, or our blog, blog.hollywoodbranded.com, where we have hundreds of articles all created to help you become a better marketer. And with that being said, that's it for this episode. I hope it was helpful. And let me know if you have any feedback. I'll see you next week. And as always, if you need a little or a lot of help, my agency, Hollywood Branded, is here to lend a hand. 
Are you ready to make the magic of product placement, celebrity event activations, or influencer partnerships help your sales? Visit HollywoodBranded.com to gain access to free content to learn which key tactics best fit your brand. You'll find surveys, webinars, daily blogs, ebooks, and guides, all created to make sure you have access to the best possible marketing practices. Don't forget to join Stacy Jones for our next podcast conversation about marketing mistakes and how to avoid them. Let's make that entertainment marketing magic happen for you.